Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our risen and living Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The word of God that we hear this morning is from the prophet Daniel, chapter 9, verses 20 to 25. Now while I was speaking, praying, and confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel, and presenting my supplication before the Lord my God for the holy mountain of my God, yes, while I was speaking in prayer, the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, reached me about the time of the evening offering. And he informed me and talked with me and said, O Daniel, I have now come forth to give you skill to understand. At the beginning of your supplications the command went out, and I have come to tell you, for you are greatly beloved. Therefore consider the matter and understand the vision. Seventy weeks are determined for your people and for your holy city to finish the transgression, to make an end of sins, to make reconciliation for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the command to restore and build Jerusalem until Messiah, the Prince, there shall be seven weeks and sixty-two weeks. The street shall be built again in the wall, even in troublesome times. So far the word of the Lord. Sanctify us by your truth, O Lord. Your word is truth. Amen. If you include today, there are seven days left, right? Seven days of waiting until the presents, the food, the songs, until Christmas. But is it worth it? Maybe we should just go home and open our presents tonight. Yeah? You think so? There's a famous uh, child psychology experiment, maybe you've heard about it, done many years ago, where <coughs> the psychologist gave the kids one marshmallow, but if the kids waited for 15 minutes and didn't eat the marshmallow, then they got a second one. Well, the psychologist probably had good reasons for doing it that way, but it always seemed to me like, well, what's the point? One marshmallow isn't worth waiting 15 minutes for. Seems like the smart kids would take the first marshmallow and go instead of wasting 15 minutes sitting around waiting for, for one marshmallow. It's not really, the promise isn't really worth it. What about the promise of Christmas? What about the promises of the Lord? Are they worth waiting for? In our gospel reading, Elizabeth told Mary, Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. Throughout the Old Testament, from Adam to Abraham, Gideon, Daniel, again and again, the Lord has told his people to wait. Elizabeth tells Mary that the promises of the Lord are well worth waiting for. Fifteen minutes 490 years. What the Lord promises a lot more than just a marshmallow. The promises of the Lord are worth the wait. Last week we heard about Gideon. And we learned with Gideon the need to sometimes wait to learn how to twiddle our thumbs while we wait for the Lord. Because remember, Gideon kept trying to do everything himself and the Lord had to keep telling him, no, I've got this covered. He had to learn how to wait. But today, we have Daniel. 
And Daniel was one who knew how to wait. We don't learn with Daniel, but we do learn from Daniel how to, to wait on the Lord and that the Lord's promises are worth waiting for. Daniel was born in Jerusalem. Perhaps you remember how Daniel was born in Jerusalem, but as a young child, he was taken captive to Babylon where he was given a Babylonian name and he had to serve the Babylonian king. And yet, Daniel's heart always desired to return, always wanted to, to go home to his city and to, to his nation. Yet he knew from studying God's word, that it would be 70 years that he would have to wait. He knew this from the prophet Jeremiah, Jeremiah 20.10, For thus says the Lord, When 70 years have been completed for Babylon, I will visit you and fulfill my good word to you to bring you back to this place. Knowing that God's people, that he would be captive in Babylon for 70 years, Daniel waited, serving the Lord in Babylon and counting. Counting each and every year, desiring to see that 70 years completed. And when that 70 years was completed, Daniel is now somewhere between 80 to 90 years old. That 70 years being completed, Daniel prays. And that prayer is found in the first half of Daniel chapter 9, just before where our sermon text is. It's a prayer of repentance. It's a prayer of, of trust in God. When is the transgression going to be complete? When is the punishment going to be fulfilled so that we may return home? Uh, prayer is one that is well worth reading and studying, and perhaps <coughs> you could use it as part of your Bible, Bible home devotions this week. It's a, a model for us as Christians. That's another difference between Daniel and Gideon. Remember how Gideon complained to God and blamed God. It's your fault. You abandoned us. But Daniel, after waiting for 70 years, he confesses his sin and the sin of the people but trusts in the Lord's mercy. When we think of the book of Daniel, we often think of the wonderful accounts of oh, Daniel in the lion's den and the three men in the fiery furnace. We think of Daniel's visions. We like to study and try and understand Daniel's visions. How often have we taken the time to, to study Daniel's prayers? Those are probably more useful to us than Daniel's vision. We often skip right over them. Well, we're going to skip over it <coughs> for today as well because we want to get to the answer, don't we? We want to get to what does God say? What does he have to say to this man who waited for 70 years? So what's the response from Gabriel, from the Lord, but through Gabriel? 70 weeks. 70 weeks are determined. That uh, word week in the Hebrew, perhaps you remember, <coughs> is the same word as the word for seven. So the word for the number seven and the word for week, the same word in the Hebrew. And so what's translated as 70 weeks in our New King James translation, in our sermon text, could just as easily and probably should be translated 70 sevens. He's not talking about days or weeks, he's talking about years. 
Daniel's already waited 70 years, and God is saying, okay, that 70 years you waited, you're going to have to wait that same amount of time, 70 years, seven more times. 490 years. That's a long time to wait. A lot longer than 15 minutes. But what promise does God give to Daniel at the end of that 490 years, that 70 times 7? What is God going to do? He's going to bring an end to sin. He's going to make reconciliation for iniquity. That means the full price for the iniquities of the world is going to be paid so that those of us who before were enemies with God will now be called His friends. In place of sin, He's going to bring in righteousness, but not just temporarily, not just for a day, but for eternity. Eternal righteousness. He's going to seal up vision and prophecy. All the promises that God had given beginning with Adam and Eve and Abraham and Isaac and Moses and David, all of them are going to be sealed up, are going to be fulfilled finally. He's going to anoint the Most Holy. The Messiah would come. That's not a marshmallow, is it? That's a promise worth waiting for. The year that the Israelites returned from Babylon is usually estimated about 458 B.C. And the year that Jesus died is usually put at about 30 A.D. 458 plus 30, 488 years. Give would take a year because our dates might not be exactly right, almost exactly to the year as God foretold. From the time that the Israelites returned until the sacrifice for the sin of the world was made, 490 years. Daniel waited 70 years. His whole life almost, he waited to return to Jerusalem, and God comes to him after that 70 years and says, okay, I want you to wait another 490 Not that God didn't fulfill his promise. The people of Israel did return to Jerusalem. The nation of Judea was reestablished. The temple was rebuilt. God's saying to, to Daniel, okay, here's your first marshmallow, but now i got something even better, something even greater. The marshmallow to end all marshmallows. The promise that all have been waiting for. 490 years to end sin and bring in fulfillment. That's, that's a promise worth waiting for, as are all the promises of the Lord. Waiting is a lost art. It was something that humans were never any good at, but we don't do it at all these days, do we? If we, if we know we're going to have to wait more than a minute or two, we get on our phones and start checking Facebook or playing games. If we have to wait a few minutes we weren't expecting, we get angry pretty quickly. How long does it take when you're at a, at a red light and you don't notice that it turns green? How long does it take for people to start honking behind you? Or, or how long does it take you to, to start honking at other people? We just don't know how to wait anymore. People don't wait for marriage, despite God's warning and God's promises. 
We don't even wait to buy things till we can afford them, do we? We're just, oh, we'll just charge it. We'll borrow the money and find a way to pay it back later. I'm talking in general. Now, many of you are pretty good with money, but in general, as a society, we don't wait. We don't like to do it. But when the Lord asks us to wait, whether it's regard to his promises about marriage or <coughs> children or some other uh, thing we are waiting for, when the Lord asks us to wait, he's not doing it just to be mean. He's not doing it in order to run a psychology experiment on us, is it? Is he? He's not making us wait for a marshmallow. When the Lord asks us to wait, it's because he has something so much better in store, something that is worth waiting for. He asks Daniel to wait 490 years, but the thing that Daniel is waiting for is well worth it. Habakkuk, the prophet Habakkuk tells us in chapter 2, verse 3, for the vision is yet for the appointed time. It hastens toward the goal, and it will not fail. Even though it tarries, wait for it, for it will certainly come. It will not delay. This waiting takes faith. It takes trust in God and in His promises. When Daniel was taken captive, when he understood that it would be 70 years before the people of Israel returned, he, he might have, I don't know, he might have tried to escape and get back on his own, right? He might have given up and said, well, there's no point in it. In 70 years, I'll probably be dead anyway. I might as well just live like the Babylonians, eat like the Babylonians, worship the gods of the Babylonians. What the, what's the point in waiting? Or at the end of the 70 years, he might have taken matters into his own hands. I can't wait any longer for the Lord. Uh, I'm just gonna, we're just going to return now. But instead he waits, trusting the Lord in his promise, and prays, when, O oh Lord, will you fulfill your promise? That takes faith. Elizabeth knows that faith, that faith of waiting. Elizabeth, speaking to Mary, reminds us, Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. The one who believes is blessed. Why? Because the Lord will fulfill his promises. The Lord's going to fulfill. If the Lord promises something, he's going to do it, whether we believe him or not. But if we trust him, that's going to make all the difference in waiting, isn't it? If we don't trust the Lord, if we don't trust His promises, we're going to run around trying to get everything for ourselves, trying to do everything our own way, trying to make sure we get what we deserve because <clears throat> no one else is going to do it for us. But if we trust the Lord, we can sit back, wait, twiddle our thumbs, in peace, in confidence, Knowing that the Lord will fulfill His promises at His time. And they're going to be so much better than what, than what we might get or do ourselves. Imagine the difference between a wife who trusts her husband to get a, ha a task done and a wife who doesn't trust her husband, right? If you don't trust your husband, you're going to be running around after him making sure that he does everything the right way. Or you could do it the other way, a husband who trusts his wife. Either way, a spouse Right? But if you trust your spouse, 
You can sit back and watch TV while your spouse does the work because you know they're going to get it done. We can sit back and trust the Lord because we know He will fulfill His promises. The one who believes is blessed. Isaiah 25.9 And it will be said in that day, Behold, this is our God for whom we have waited, that He might save us. This is the Lord for whom we have waited. Let us rejoice and be glad in His salvation. The promises of the Lord are worth waiting for. Advent is a season of waiting. We got the uh, Advent wreath to count the weeks. At home, maybe some of you have Advent calendars to count the days. We have a nice big one that with these nice big gold stars, Keely, or stickers, star stickers. Keely loves stickers, so she gets to put the gold sticker on the calendar every day. We got presents under the tree. We can see them, but we have to wait to open them, right? We smell the Christmas cookies and the lefsa and the stollen and the cardamom bread, and we, we have to wait to eat it, although I didn't. <laughs> I ate half a loaf of stollen yesterday, so maybe that's not a good example. But there's still half a loaf waiting there. We'll see how long it lasts. Advent is a season of waiting. And while we wait, we remember. We remember how the Old Testament prophets, the Old Testament believers waited for 4,000 years for the fulfillment, but it was well worth the wait. As we, we wait, we remember all of God's promises, that He has fulfilled them, and that those He has not yet fulfilled are worth waiting for. The joy of Advent is the anticipation of what will come in another seven days. The joy of our life is the anticipation of what will come, what has been promised us by the Lord at the end of our lives when Jesus returns again. We wait. We wait for the promises of the Lord, knowing that they will be worth it. The end of sin. The reconciliation of iniquity. Eternal righteousness. The promises of the Lord are worth the wait. Amen.